0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness, and welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, November 1st. Wow, we made it to November. What's going on? How are you? And what is happening? My name is Quinn, and this is my show. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, thank you for your support. This is our third November here on the Beantown Podcast. And uh, that means officially we need a little alert here, alert noise. I suppose I could put something in post-production, but you know I'm not going to. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, we are officially on tonsillitis Watch here uh, up in Rogers Park. So friends of the show are aware the last two Thanksgivings, uh, I have come down with real bad Tonsillitis. I think it was it was two years ago. I had it really bad on actual Thanksgiving, and then last year it was I think the day after. Actually, I remember driving home uh, from Thanksgiving dinner last year and and starting to feel a really bad sore throat, and that was the start of it. So we you know it's it's the end of November. It's not it's never the beginning of November, but we are officially on high alert for that, and it's just it's the worst thing of all time, and I think that's a very privileged thing to be able to say that your tonsillitis is the worst thing of all time, but it is some serious pain. So we are knocking on some serious wood. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. I can't do uh, Axl Rose, and we just learned that for the first time right now, live on the podcast. And in fact, we were talking on Family Chat this morning about... You know what are what are some celebrity impressions you could do? And unfortunately, I didn't have a go to. I always, I always try to. Draw Ray Romano. Uh, come on, Deborah, eat your mom's cooking. It's not good. <laughs> uh, um, I need to be in the right mode. I was. I'll say this before we jump in. Um, actually, a couple things to get going here before we we turn it over to our. Uh, part One of our New England road trip, and there's so much to say about that too but uh let me try to keep everything straight in my head here oh uh so i I have a weird habit or tendency, if you will of getting really invested when I'm traveling in trying to do the accent of the place where I'm going so it it comes out very frequently you know when I go to the deep south um Or if I'm up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, I get a little bit more of a a Northwoods accent going. Uh, And then I, you know, I hadn't been to, I'd been to Boston a couple times in the past couple years, but never for more than 24, 48 hours. And so this time up in New England, when I was on my road trip, particularly once I got to Maine, I was really working on my Maine accent. And I can't even, I have to be like steeped or immersed in the culture in the place to be able to pull it out like I, I don't feel like I can just casually switch over and do it right now I'm not that talented but the point of my story is I was doing a lot of um, I was doing a lot of accent practicing um, while I was on a hike specifically um, out in Maine and um, you know I finish my hike, which we'll talk about probably in a couple of episodes, um, and I get I, I drive from you know the island where I was where I was hiking and practicing my accent, my main mainer accent, uh, down to Portland where I was staying, and I get out of my car, and the host is there and she very kindly greets me, and she has a. Not a super thick mainer accent, I wouldn't say, but it, but it's there, and I instinctively i wasn't even thinking I was pretty tired it had been a long day i She starts talking to me as I get out of my car, and I start talking to her in a main accent, which she, like she knew I was from chicago we had we had communicated over Airbnb you know leading up to this, and all of a sudden, after like two or three exchanges, I realize I'm talking to her in this thick. Main accent, and I, I, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I wasn't sure should I switch halfway through this conversation, or should I just stick with it? Um, and I ended up sticking with it and then when she uh sh- i was getting ready to leave early in the morning yesterday and she she ran out to greet me and i had to whip it back on so it, was, it in that instance i was able to just flip the switch i don't think i i can do it right now nor nor do i want to but if you go to my facebook page you can kind of hear what i was going for um in a video i posted you know a day or two ago so anyways that that was an adventure but but that's not the first time something like that has happened i i recall you know being down in Uh, Alabama earlier this year like in January or something and the accents were just so thick the big southern drawls I would have people come up to my my recruitment table and ask me questions and without even thinking about it I would be talking to them in a southern accent so I it's not like the worst thing of all time but it's also like you could catch somebody who might think you are, you know, making fun of them, or you know, whatever it is. So I, I that, it's never intentional. I'm never like, oh, I'm going to try out my, my Jersey accent here on this Chris Christie looking fellow over in Newark. Um, I can't do a Jersey accent, in case you thought that was my attempt, uh, which it was, but. Anyways, that's the thing that that happens. Primarily, you know, up in Wisconsin, Minnesota, the accent up there, and then the Deep South. But apparently, it'll happen in, in New England as well. Uh, <laughs> this is my show, and uh, this is what we talk about. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Tom podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some uh, colorful language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible, but I'm really happy to be uh, able to share with you. Some of my journey, some of my travels, We uh, friends of the show will know we spent this entire last week on the road, um, road tripping through New England. And the plan, and I was planning to execute the plan, was to spend a couple nights in my rooms after I got settled in doing some recording. But the uh, technology does uh, or, or was not too interested in cooperating my plan was to record things as they were happening and then just release sort of the audio footage in a couple of subsequent weeks and that that was going to take up the majority of our weekly installments so what i did instead once i realized the technology was not going to work and i won't get into the details of it basically i was using audacity on my consulting computer and the the volume Of the program, the uh, audio or the recording volume was adjusting automatically, and I went through everything I could: Google search upon Google search, Windows settings, Audacity settings. Basically, I would start talking; it would be normal, and then about ten seconds in, it would go—the volume would go way down. So, if you were listening, you would have to—you know—you'd have it at a normal volume. Then all of a sudden, you wouldn't be able to hear me. It was just. It wasn't going to work. So we didn't record any audio footage. I just took copious notes. And we're going to be spending the next couple of weeks just interspersing um, stories from the road throughout. Um, and I've only kept the highlights. There's so much that we could talk about. And I also you know, realized I, I didn't want to do it all in one show because there's a lot of material here and the one show would be like two hours. And I think it'd be more fun to do some installments. That way we can you know, talk about other things as they come up. And I do have one other thing I want to mention before we jump into the first couple days of the trip. Um, but that's just letting you know, you know what what's happened. So everything is going to be live as you're listening to it. But we're going to be talking about things that happened on our road trip uh, from this past week, the last week of October. Okay, so the one thing I want to mention, uh, just kind of keeping in line on brand with some things we've been talking about in the past, we've been getting a lot the Instagram DMs from companies recently, looking to uh, partner up, looking to collaborate. And the offers have been of varying uh greatness. I there's a a million better words for that. Varying success is the one, is the word I want to use, but that's not at all what I'm trying to say. Um some are some have been good, some have been bad. Apologies, I'm just cruising through the English dictionary right now. need uh, Anita Thesaurus stat. Anyways, uh, the, the, the best one they've had so far was a clothing brand offer. And this was legit. Like we're going to give you, I think 60% off. Uh, I don't even remember the name of the company, Vin Vincent wears, something like that anyways. And then once I purchased something, they were going to give me a code for my followers to use. We were going to maybe do an ad read on the podcast, something like that, whatever. The problem with this place. And I think I mentioned this last week or the week before probably two weeks ago because last week was our election special which by the way if you haven't listened to it go check it out uh it's a it's a normal audio uh you know broadcast from last week or you can go to our youtube page uh and that video has already gone a, a decent number of views um which for me means like 40 but that's okay because uh, that's 40 more people who wouldn't have seen it uh where we we did the map Uh, a live recording with a map where i predicted the election um and now in two days we're actually going to see how that holds up although probably more like two weeks anyways um my point here we got a message from a coffee company cafe du chateau um and they do french press they like sell french press makers and i got an instagram dm from them on wednesday and I, i haven't had really time to go through it yet uh because I've been on vacation but they messaged me and said hey let's collab uh, basically they want they want to send me a free french press make a story about it and then I get a personal code that I can share with my audience so I think we're going to try to do that because right now it looks like it's it's no risk to me uh so I'm going to look for an ad read next week and maybe we we'll get an official podcast partnership going with them uh I don't, I, I'm not very uh, expensive. I think I'm going to charge like a dollar a week for the ad read, which is big money. Uh, anyways, I forgot to mention the thing with the Vincent Wears or whatever it was called. Um, and the reason we're not doing a partnership with them, even though it, it was out there on the table for me if I wanted it, was the fact that I go, to, I think I mentioned this, I go to their store, their online store, and everything is like $99, and so for me, with my, you know, 60% off, they were offering whatever, like, I'm sure I could find something that I would pay, you know, 30 bucks for, okay, whatever, or 40 bucks. But for you all, if they're only giving like 20% off, I'm not sending you to this, you know, graphic design store, basically, um, or like graphic tees store with like cool toques and sneakers, whatever. Some of you might be interested, a lot of you won't be, but you're not going to be paying 70 bucks for this stuff. So uh I sh- I still need to message them back and let them know that it's a no for me howie. Um but it's just man, no thanks. So look out uh we might have uh some some special french press information moving forward here. I've never used a french press before, but it could be exciting. So as promised, let's dig into this road trip. Uh I don't know how many weeks of, you know, content about it i'm going to release but i will say the next couple weeks in this podcast i'm going to try to keep it pretty short ish pretty light Um, although you know we'll see what comes up throughout the week but today for instance i'm going to try to keep it pretty short and in fact we're not even going to do full ad reads today Um, so i'll just give a quick shout out to our sponsors home pride oregon uh, you got to call Steve at 541 316 He'll get your home inspected right away. Heating and roofing, plumbing, cooling, maybe roofing, I actually don't know. Um but for all that you you can just call Steve and ask him and he'll get back to you. Uh homeprideoregon.com that's where you're going to want to go to get this stuff sorted out and tell them uh Quinn sent you and that'll get uh that'll get you sorted out. So um let's see here that's what we wanted to say for home pride oregon um other sorry i'm getting distracted here other sponsors of the show include or unofficial sponsors of the show include uh cuts by q and in fact we did a uh, cuts by q special cut this morning um, which is super excited uh super exciting excuse me uh it looks looks decent. In fact, I shaved as well, uh spent a little bit of time on it. So thanks to cuts by q uh and uh oh cuts by q yahoo.com. That's how you can get a hold of us or call us or text us. A one five two nine eight seventy two hundred. And then the Samsung Q2U series, it's got crisp, clear audio quality, and I was really excited to, you know, do some recordings with the Samsung. Um Samsung, excuse me, no G out on the road there, and our audio program slash computer was just not cutting it. But Samson's going to get us covered for the recanting of all these fun tales. So thank you to our sponsors, and perhaps next week we will get um, a, a French press sponsor, which could be very exciting. So let's jump into this trip a little bit here. Uh, I'll probably just, you know, give you one or two days here before we wrap it up. And we're going to go old school with our length here today. And we're keeping this under 30 minutes. You can hold me to that. Um, So I fly into Logan, Boston Logan, General Logan, who I think was a French-Indian War British hero or something. I don't know. I think he was Sam Adams' cousin, maybe, General Logan. Could someone look that up? We fly in Saturday, and I didn't even make make a note of this, but I'm just recalling it as I'm thinking back to this trip. So to get to the rental car place at Logan, you take the shuttle, not super uncommon, and do that. It's packed uh, on the shuttle. And then when I get, I was the first one off the shuttle bus because I'm super speedy. Um, thinking, you know, this is going to be great. I'm going to be right at the front of the line. I'm going to leave all these jabronis behind me. And the only car place, I don't, I don't know why exactly this was. I haven't thought about it enough. I don't know if there is anything to figure out, but you know, it's this one big long like corridor and every different rental car place hurts dollar, uh, National, Enterprise, whatever, Avis, has the, their own counter, right? We've all been there here before. The only one in this entire place, Budget, ha- that has a line is the one I need to go into, dollar, which is, you know, I, I normally am an Enterprise guy, but honestly, the dollar rental for the week was like 240 versus the Enterprise, which was like 400 And I'm like, there are definitely instances where I'm willing to pay more for the brand you know, where I, I have points. I know I'm going to be taken care of very well. I've been, you know, renting cars from enterprise for four years at this point, but that, you know, $160 even spread out over the course of a week was just like, uh, I, I am, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on myself and bet that I'm not going to need to utilize customer service. um, you know, I, I, everything is just going to be chill, relaxed, whatever. No, you know, not not uh, assuming no hidden fees. So I go for a dollar, which I've never rented from before. And the line is, I don't know, maybe 10 people long, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And it just sticks out like a sore thumb because there none of the other car places have anyone in line. They're, the people are just sitting back there chilling. So I get into my dollar line. Which, again, I don't know why I was the only one with a line, but there I am. And I witnessed not one, but two freak outs. The first was a lady in my line. There were actually two ladies, but there was one lady who was doing all the talking. She kind of had like an Isla Fisher thing going on, basically looked like her. And I think I was two or three people behind her. So, so she'd been standing in the line you know, for almost as long as, as I ended up standing in the in line for a little over half an hour. And she gets up to the front, and the guy working the dollar desk is this, you know, nice, maybe 50 year old overweight but level-headed pleasant guy, whatever. very thick Boston accent. and she just boom, you know how it's just zero to 60. Right when she gets up there, she was wearing a mask, although I would have pegged her for an anti-masker the way she was talking. But she was just, and I kind of understood why she was upset, but certainly didn't need to raise her voice or use this type of tone. But basically, she had been, there was something wrong with her car. So she went one place. They told her to go to another place. They told her to go to this place. And this poor guy, you know, just following protocol, told her to go to another place and she was not happy um it definitely it didn't reach like nuclear fission levels of crank um and thank god it didn't but she was pissed and not willing to take anything for an answer finally after like a solid 90 seconds to two minutes of this guy saying the exact same thing she finally left but boy she huffed and puffed away and it was it was kind of like a reverse planes trains and automobiles situation cuz now the, it was the guy behind the counter who was very uh well i i sometimes reverse cuz in planes trains and automobiles they end up both losing their cool um i hope that turned out okay on the the audio um my mac is after a very long period of really solid work the past month or so. It has not been great with GarageBand. Anyways, what I was trying to get at is I think the lady in planes, trains, and automobiles is a redhead, and this lady was a redhead. Anyways, kind of switching, whatever. But then I saw another meltdown, not in my line, but a lady over at the budget counter, maybe two car rental places over, looked like uh, I think I mentioned this to to some people last week. Um, go if you don't know the music video for Bon Jovi's "I'll Be There" for you with Richie Sambora. That hairstyle that he's got going on, total like Heather hairstyle. Apologies to any Heathers out there, but this is that the type of hair that a Heather would have. Or I mean, I I don't. Karen is such a a you know cop out, but definitely a Karen hairstyle. Anyways, she was not happy and I didn't have the luxury of overhearing what her conversation was about, but there was a lot of yelling, a lot of stomping, and I tried to get it for my Snapchat for the fans. But it's it's hard to do that casually, you know. Um people are people have gotten very aware of that. Anyways, I get my car. And uh, drive down to, uh, not down, over to Cambridge, Mass, and had a nice little supper with my cousin, Mocking Day, who's getting his Ph.D. from MIT in physics. So that's about all you need to know about Mocking Day and sort of how the two of us stack up in our (laughs) academic rigor. Um, But... Yeah, we, uh, we had a nice time. I parallel parked, not in downtown Boston, but near downtown Boston, uh, not, not even that near uh, Arlington, Massachusetts, I think is what it was called. I was very proud of myself. I was driving a Chevy Malibu, and I ended up, it was, wasn't the only time I had to do a sick little parallel parking maneuver. I parallel parked in Manhattan, and in uh, the bustling metropolis of augusta maine and maybe uh hanover new hampshire i don't i don't remember no i guess i didn't but really proud of my parallel parking skills because the thing with with parallel parking that i feel like is true is that it's you you get good at it from practice right it's just one of those things where after you practice it a couple of times and understand the vehicle you're driving it's not hard. But for someone like me who hardly ever drives and has never driven a Chevy Malibu before and has probably only driven a Chevy three or four times in my life, it was, it was nerve-wracking. But the thing is, you just got to trust your instincts. I know the physics of the situation. I've watched countless hours of YouTube tutorials um, on you know your angles and your, your trig, your Sokotoa, Right, guys? Hypotenuse, 30, 60, 90, 45, 45, 90. And I know all the angles. I have the best angles. People have always said that about me. And I nailed it. Which reminds me of time. one time when I had to down, or uh, phew, words are not great today. Uh, I had to parallel park in Center City, Philadelphia at 5 p.m. on a weekday. And that that was probably, like, my best parallel park job ever and probably my riskiest as well because it was just a total, like, I'm stuck in traffic at a red light. I spot the spot. Speaking of the spot, separate side story for, you know, in 30 seconds here. But um, we're still on the, you know, first two hours of my trip here. Um, And I was able to parallel park in downtown traffic in the middle of America's, what, sixth largest city. Has Philly been bumped to six? What It goes New York, L.A., Chicago, and then, what, Houston at four, Phoenix at five, Philly at six, or maybe Philly's still five. I don't remember. Losing population fast. I was really proud of myself. That was maybe four years ago, something like that. Speaking of the spot, I... There was a place, and I probably talked about it years ago on the Beans on Podcast. Back when I lived in Baltimore, up on St. Paul Street, I like St. Paul and Chase or Eager, something like that. Um, there is this place in the back of a convenience store, which I don't even know the, the name of the convenience store. It's basically 7-Eleven. But there's a place in the back called The Spot. And this was the best place. We, we talked about Papa's Mini Donuts a lot in the past three months, four months here on the Town Podcast. The spot has a similar place in my heart just in terms of like being cheap food that's great for your budget, terrible for your belt line, but just you get hooked. And that was the spot for me in Baltimore. I would go there, get get carry out from there like every Sunday night. It was really bad for me. But I, my mantra is the spot is hot. And I took one of my friends, actually she'd been on the she's been on the podcast before, our holiday correspondent from twenty eighteen, Megan Lundgren, uh lived like a block away from there in Baltimore, just one block over on Charles Street. And one time and one time only, I convinced Megan uh to go to the spot with me. And we made I don't remember if this was against my recommendation or if I didn't give her a good recommendation. I it was, you know, two years ago, I don't I don't remember. But basically, she got something off the menu that I had never vetted before, and it was not good. And it wasn't just her saying it wasn't good. I tried it. It was real bad. The spot let Megan down, and Meg has never gone back to the spot. Anytime I tell her the spot is hot, she says the spot is not. (laughs) The reason I mention this is because I got dinner from a place called The Spot. I I would have to go back and think what town that was. Boy, just Utica, I think it was in Utica, the spot in Utica, right near downtown. I had to get it. Anytime I see a restaurant called The Spot, I know it's going to be hot. And so I go and I get it. But we're going to be talking about our time in Utica probably on uh, the next episode here. Um, But yeah, Sunday morning, I woke up in Providence, Rhode Island, went for a run around the Roger Williams Zoo Super spooky, super dark, pitch blackout. I was the only one out there. A lot of open space. If you've never been to Providence before, uh, it's just south of downtown there. And, uh, yeah, it went for a nice little jogula. It was maybe five miles, six miles, something like that. And I had the whole place to myself. Drove down to Manhattan where I parallel parked after doing a little concentric circle action. And visited with hashtag brother of the podcast, Jack Furness. And uh, we got some dining hall food and went to the park, played some cribbage. He whooped our asses and uh, watched a little bit of football, cried over my fantasy football team once or twice. And then I finished up, and uh, or we, we finished up. I drove up to central Connecticut, and I do not recall, I, I can go back and look this up. I went to a kind of a little... I was I was Google Map searching uh, apple orchards, more or less, and it took me to this spot that was basically just like a country store, and I walked in and got some... Uh, got a half gallon of apple cider and a half dozen donuts, which were interesting. They weren't your traditional like smaller apple cider donuts. They were larger rings, but kind of thinner, and or more thin like me two months ago. <laughs> and they were kind of crumbly. So I, 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 you know, was eagerly hoping that I would find a spot that we could add for maybe a, you know, a donut power rankings part two. But unfortunately, uh, not that these were bad, but just, you know, nothing to write home about. They got the job done. Nothing super special though. Anyways, I uh, stayed in Waterbury. I uh, the reason I was intentionally riding the line and the pronunciation there. I don't know. I still to this day don't know if it's Waterbury or Waterbury. Probably Barry Waterbury, W A T E R B U uh, R Y, Connecticut. TBD. Not sure. Still don't know. But friends of the friends of the show or people who are connected to me on social media will know a little rhyming action there, uh, what that room was like. And I'm going to tell you all about it on next week's installment of the Bean Town Podcast. And that's where we're going to pick up. I promised we are going to keep this short under half an hour, uh, and we are literally hitting 30 minutes right now. So I kind of kept my promise. Not actually, but basically I did. Uh, so next time on the show, we will have a clearer... That was like four syllables (laughs) idea of election results. We're going to talk about those a little bit and then we're going to pick up our road trip in Waterbury Connecticut. I promise I, you know, I, some of you might be thinking, well, why don't you just go through the whole trip right now? It it would be a long time. I have a lot of notes here in my phone app that I want to tell you about. Uh, cause I had seven days worth of crazy things happening. So, uh, we will pick it up there. That's what I have for you this week. I know it's short and, uh, Short and sweet. That's okay. Um, I hope everyone is having a great week. Um, This week is going to be a lot for us and for our country, but we are just going to take it one day at a time. Try to not watch too much CNN and just let whatever happens, happens. That being said, if you haven't voted, for God's sake, go out and do that. Um, That's all I got for you, everyone. So thanks for listening And uh, thanks to our sponsors. Maybe we'll have uh, French Press info for you next week. Hopefully we will. i got to send them a DM. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Uh, My name is Quinn. This is my show, and this is part one of our New England Road Trip Chronicles, Beantown Fall 2020, uh, shorter title, still pending. That's what I got. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Stay sane. Let's get some tunes going. Next week, we'll pick it up with Waterbury, Connecticut, and my special room that I stayed in. Thanks, everyone. I'll check in on you next time. Bye.